Okay. Hello, and welcome back to Let's Get Weirding. I'm Bo North. And I'm Megan Sunday. On this show, we're discussing Frank Herbert's Dune series, chapter by chapter. And today, we're back to talk about chapters 13 and 14, just as soon as we follow the witch call of our own oracle until it spills us into the merciless present. That was really, that was a lot. (laughs) I need a breath after that. That was a big Uh, one. Yeah, but before we do that, we should introduce our guest this week. Yay! Well, it's been a while since we've had a guest on a chapter episode. Uh, the creator of R.E. Parish Comics. I am so excited because I, I love these <laughs> comics. Um, the English major in me, you know, is just has been loving these. Uh, some of the smartest and funniest web comics out there. Robin, R.E. Parish, welcome to the show. Thank, thank you so much. I'm extremely excited to be here. (laughs) Now, have you been a long-time Dune fan, or...? I actually only read it for the first time, or the first book for the first time last year. Okay. I've been meaning to for forever, because I I have, like, quite a few friends who are super into it, and I finally Mm -hmm. got around to reading it. Yeah, people are never... You never come across, like, a casual Dune reader. No. (laughs) It's always people that are like, oh, I tried that and it wasn't for me. Or it's people that are like, it's the best. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so where do you fall on that scale then? Oh, much more toward it's the best, I think. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I've, like, during quarantine, as I've been, like, working on the sequels, um, I'm, like, now on the third one. uh, and, And, like... Poor people from college who, like, you know, send me messages being like, "How have you been?" You know, trying to do small talk. <laughs> they they get like th- three paragraphs about Dune, like the Dune universe. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they did not ask for this. <laughs> yeah, well, you're doing it right. You're doing it exactly. right. <laughs> that's what I feel. <laughs> I mean, that's basically how this show started. With, I mean, there was no quarantine back then, but Megan and I just basically Dune jokes, Dune memes, talking about Paul. Talking- <laughs> yep. You know, back and forth for days until I was like, we should just, we should just do this. We should just talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> it was just every time there was a Dune joke, it was like, hey, I know who I can send this to. Yeah. <laughs> we were tagging each other in the same joke. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. So chapter 13, we are, man, we are just cruising right along mm-hmm. here. A these chapters. I'm telling you, like these, it's been a lot more fun. I mean, you can tell me, Robin, if this was your experience. Like, was the first book like really slow for you to get through, and then this one just sort of you just flew through it? I mean, yeah, this was a very quick read. Like, surprisingly so, even considering like you know it's three hundred pages. But I, I feel like I read it in like basically like a night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah. And everything so is much... happening. So yeah. much going on. People are just doing stuff. No one's just mm-hmm. having board meetings. <laughs> Paul's not falling asleep on anyone's desk. Yeah. <laughs> he had to take a little sleepy sleep. He was just a baby then. Just a boy. You know, growing boys, they need their sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I better see Timothy Chalamet sleep on a table. Yeah. He's just a little boy. Are you excited for the movie then? Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I I really like the casting. Like as soon as they announced mm. the casting, I had at that point read the book and been like, "That is extreme." Like uh, like Duke Leto, Oscar Isaac, yes. mm-hmm. like Timothy. Because I feel like Kyle MacLachlan is I I adore him, but I feel like he's too oh, much. Yeah. He's much too much like a golden retriever. Like he's so <laughs> nice. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He doesn't really have that, like, emo edge to him the way Timothy does. Yeah. And that's very Paul. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's very Paul. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think Uh, that that's also colored by the fact that that's so much... I see so much Kyle McLaughlin just on social media now, where it's mm -hmm. like he's kissing tomatoes and... Yeah, I saw that too. It's great. (laughs) Doing skits with the bears. And I'm just like, aw. I I know it's back. You're a great actor, but look at you. Mm-hmm. You're a dad now. He is extremely cute. He's just, you know, he's just so cute. You just want to. I just do just always want to apologize right. to poor Timothy Chalamet, who is a grown man who I treat like a 15 year old infant. Well, I mean, how grown though? I is he 25? Like, I think he's like, I don't know if he could rent a car. Okay. 
Yeah, uh, you're not an adult until you can rent a car. I that's my I'm not that's my thing. Sure, if he's sp- how specifically in his twenties he is, but I know he's not permanently fifteen, which is how I always see him. <laughs> like oh, he's apparently twenty four. Twenty four. Okay. Oh, so almost, almost, almost a man. You'll get there. <laughs> that's incredibly rude of me. I'm. I apologize. He's like in <laughs> France. In France, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Poor Timothy. Yeah. He'll do a um, great job. Yeah, he will. I'm excited. But okay. into the chapters <laughs> before I get too sidetracked, because, you know, we talk too much about pop culture stuff, apparently. That's what our one star <laughs> review told us. Oh, yeah. okay. Womp womp. So, Megan, you're going to read this epigraph. <laughs> Let me I have get ready. what I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> Do your vocal warm-ups. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so this is this is called Worm Song from the Dune Book. These are both things that are just combined into one word. It's beautiful. <laughs> Very fantasy novel. Oh, worm of many teeth, canst thou deny what has no cure? The flesh and breath which lure thee to the ground of all beginnings feed on monsters twisting in a door of fire. Thou hast no robe in all thy attire to cover intoxications of divinity or hide the burnings of desire. Thank you. Oh, wow. That's that beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. I think you should have sung it, honestly. It's oh, no one needs that. Song. No one, no one <laughs> wants that. Mm-mm. The only thing I could sing, like in the car, is mm-hmm. like Tom Waits. So, <laughs> um, yeah. That and what does that have to do with this chapter at all? I think it's just more of the look. This has become very religious. Um, uh. You know. But it's also, it's not the best poem I've ever read. I'm going to throw that out there. I also was an English major. I was like, oh, I've read better poems. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's not Pablo Neruda or anything, but it'll yeah. do. I mean, it's not unlike Pablo Neruda, honestly. No, not, not totally. There is a lot of stuff about, huh. fle- about flesh in there. <laughs> Fire. It's like, wait a minute. Who, who wrote this? <laughs> Pablo, is that you? <laughs> Get out of there, you little scamp. What are you doing in my dude book? Uh, but it's it's a lot. I will say that it, it works for what it's supposed to be. I do think that a lot of times when authors try to put poetry into books and they're not poets, you're like, oh. <laughs> you know who I'm thinking of? <sighs> they're not Tolkien, poems if they're songs. Tolkien, I'm I was looking at you. Literally thinking oh. about when I was a little kid, I was super into Tolkien and I used to like make up tunes for the songs in the books. Like I was hardcore, like a little nine year old, <laughs> like making up my own version of those songs like singing them to my classmates who didn't care (laughs) (laughs) i will say like i complain incessantly about the number of songs in the lord of the rings and the hobbit but i will say when i was watching that hobbit movie and richard armitage started Mm -hmm. singing i got I got chills. I got chills. I mean, part of that, it had to have been because Richard Armitage is great and has a great voice. But also, I was just like, ooh, it's happening. It, it very much <laughs> reminded me of, like, the Rankin Bass, sort of. You know, they, yeah. those all had all the singing and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I definitely grew uh, up on that. <laughs> it was like a, nos- a little hit of nostalgia serotonin right there. Mm-hmm. My favorite part of any of the animated Tolkien, though, is how Legolas is just animated from a completely different movie. (laughs) He's brighter than everyone else. I know he's an elf, but he's just like, hi, I was animated in a different, in a different studio. Studio. Into this. I honestly have not seen any of those since I was like eight years old. It's just half like weird rotoscoping and half just, hello, I'm a, I'm a drawing of a hobbit. Like who's making this? I do know that Richard Armitage was kind of a step up from that. Anyway, let's, oh, oh, yeah. let's get Not into Tolkien. this chapter. Dune. Yeah. Dune. <laughs> oh. oh, so Paul and Hate have been doing a little exercise, having a little training. They are. There's been a lot of that this book. Everyone's just working yeah. out all their aggression. 
Everyone's working up a sweat. <laughs> having some poor water discipline. <laughs> That's true. I don't know when yeah. the sweating became okay. I guess I when guess he became when emperor. Paul started spending water like crazy, oh, apparently. It's, it's true. Yeah. Uh, but um, I like this a lot. I like... Like last week, I'm really into these two chapters because they are like a lot, but they're also <laughs> like have moments where I'm like, what? <laughs> um, so like Cheney just kind of, Paul is thinking like, oh, when are the medics going to call poor Cheney? And I'm so sad. Good. Understandable. He should be sad and worried about his wife. But she like busts in and is like <laughs> looking like she's going to, he's like, wow, she looks like she wants to murder someone. And she's like, I'm going to murder someone. <laughs> I also like how, how there, he's just like, I'm so worried about her because she was sick this morning. And then they mentioned she's six weeks Sweet. pregnant. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but she is. <laughs> I mean, I'm astonished she knew she was pregnant. <laughs> you've been around pregnant people before. I can't imagine anyone that you know lives in a Fremen society has never been around a pregnant person. She's just so worried. And then later at the end, when she's like, "Oh, I'm so hungry all the time," it's like, "Because you're six weeks pregnant. You guys are mm-hmm. adding way too much. You're borrowing trouble at this point." <laughs> <laughs> Particularly her, because she doesn't know all the details mm. uh yeah she she's looking great though i love that there's this whole description of how she's wearing this golden robe water rings she's got her chris knife mm-hmm. and she wants to murder somebody <laughs> <laughs> well not just anybody she wants oh. to murder a ruling yep understandably <laughs> yeah they've been yeah. able to determine that she was getting this contraceptive for a while and that that's why she had so much trouble getting pregnant and that there's going to be problems with this mm-hmm. pregnancy because of it uh and she's and just she like yeah to... i'll kill her that'll help <laughs> i mean it's fair yeah honestly. no it's fair. it's true uh, but of course, since Paul can't be straightforward and just say, well, actually, I'm kind of relieved because you're going to die when you have yeah. this baby. Uh, he's just going to be like, well, no, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Don't kill anybody. <laughs> yeah, he's way too blasé. And like, do you you know that you're supposed to like not give pregnant women unnecessary stress, right? Yeah. Like they're already stressed as it is. Yeah. Just just be like be comforting don't be this like ah it's all right okay and what is this it goes at a terrible pace so is she like super pregnant she says she's six weeks pregnant is it is she already have a bump because they they're all acting as if she is extremely pregnant like she's already Mm -hmm. showing already stuff's going on but (laughs) she's lady jessica in the doom miniseries just <laughs> cradling that pregnant belly that Ignore nobody me. sees. I am not pregnant at all. Just hold on a second while I go pee again. It's just this big robe. I just ignore that. It's just fashion. Uh, she has to keep eating more spice, which again, like, that's probably not a great idea. This is not good, people. <laughs> this is... We, this is, uh, do you want to make a monster? Because this is how you make a monster. You literally live with a person who is the <laughs> result of this. Yeah. She's probably walking by right now. It's like, hello. What? what? She's so normal. It's fine. <laughs> Alia, yeah. <laughs> Just nothing, nothing out of the ordinary there at no. all. <laughs> I was like, my sister is fine. It's totally great. It's Don't definitely something it. I would wish on my own child. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I just really do wish that she had come back from that ornithopter ride and been like, by the way, <laughs> Duck and Idaho kissed me just to see what he'd do. Because he'd either flip out or be like, well, I guess you're married now. Yeah. <laughs> I think the latter. I think that's how he'd react. Probably. He'd be like, ah, oh, you're old enough Ugh. to know what you want. Because he's like such a great guardian. He's so great. Well. <laughs> just the best so responsible it's very yeah you shouldn't run off and leave your your children in the keeping of your older children if you can help it no Uh, i'm only four years older than my brothers but i still would have been terrible at it it's a real party of two situation (laughs) going on there you gotta i mean Paul needs to read Pride and Prejudice. You got to keep an eye on your younger siblings or That's else true. people are going to try stuff with them. 
<laughs> that's actually although not I, too close an eye on the sibling or you're gonna try stuff with them uh, <laughs> clearly oh, yeah <laughs> that was uncomfortable right when i got to that part i was like what kind of like anime hentai bullshit <laughs> <laughs> frank, Her- frank herbert was this necessary like, do the we fact need this? That everyone thinks that it's completely something that would happen without <laughs> any kind of. They're not saying, "Oh, we'll drug them or we'll do any kind of trickery." It's just I don't know if we lock them in a room. Eventually, <laughs> they'll just do it. It's like no, I've been. I have never been locked in a room with anyone, but I feel like there's plenty of people in this world that can be locked in a room with and nothing would As happen. Someone that has been locked in a room for like six days now—that yeah. is the last thing you're thinking about. Trust me. <laughs> and you live at home with your husband. <laughs> yeah, and I'm married to the person. It would be totally fine. But I'm just like you're still we, just like. Nah. I have been breathing your air for six days and I do not want to do this anymore. Like, going to the hallway of our building is a vacation at this point. Yeah, it, Just that concept that the Reverend Mother had, just like, no, it's totally how that happens. Like, no, I don't think that that's accurate. <laughs> that's, you sort that's, of get, like, an insight into the genius of the Benny Jesseret, like, breeding system. Where it's like, yeah, you just, just lock them in a room. It's fine. Just... Put them in a small space. It'll it'll happen. Nature will take its course. Going, yep. uh, I think you're supposed to... No? Okay. Mm. <laughs> oh. Especially considering how many voices Alia has in her head at any given point. There's going to be mm. at least a hundred of them going, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is not a good idea. What are you doing? Even for the Benny Jesuit, we're going to call no on this one. We're just going to say, stop that. Yeah. Very uncomfortable with that whole situation. Oh, my God. Just, <laughs> I, at least that's something that gets dropped and they're not like, well, now that, you know, other oh, I stuff happens. So, I was so scared it was going to, like, be a thing throughout the rest of the book. I was like, please, no. <laughs> yeah. It is brought up as if it's going to be. Like, mm-hmm. they're just like, we could do this. And it's like, no, no. Ma- and to have them, like, can you imagine a baby from those two like oh it would literally be like two eyeballs and like a brain it wouldn't yeah. even be <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like that ray bradbury story where it's just like a soft triangle yeah. <laughs> oh, you're like God. i'm not even entirely sure what's happening right now but there it is <laughs> oh i don't even like thinking about it well that baby came from a different dimension true that's why it looked like a soft triangle but i just enjoyed the, the doctors in that story being like uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so you have news your baby a soft triangle uh. i will name it dorito oh i would uh so paul's just like you're not gonna kill anybody it's cool <laughs> don't worry about it baby and he's like well you don't have to forgive her she's like well then i should kill her yeah, then Done why shouldn't I done. kill her? And he's like, that's so cute. She's so fremen. She's so cute. It's just like, calm down for like just a minute. And this is a point where he says, you know, well, it wouldn't help what's going to happen if you killed her. And she's like, wait, 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 wait. So you've seen things about this? And he has to um, like um, backtrack. No, uh... <laughs> I've seen hey, look, there's stuff. Hate. Yeah. <laughs> I've been hanging out with a friend over here. Uh, hey. The only, the one thing that I do like in the writing of this chapter, just because it's coming up to the first part, because I feel mm-hmm. like there isn't often humor in just the way things are written and not in dialogue, mm-hmm. but he, she says, well, why mustn't I kill her? And he says, because I ask it. And Paul says that he, he watches her accept it. And she did it the way sand accepted water. And then later, by the end, she says that she still wants to kill her and he's like oh the water didn't go too far (laughs) i was like oh look at you that's actually kind of funny paul (laughs) i feel like we need to i'm glad we're acknowledging it because uh jokes are pretty far few and far between (laughs) in this series i think frank herbert maybe thought they were not so few and far between like he definitely yeah I still remember like my one of my favorite lines from the first book was like oh I forget if it was like Paul and Jessica talking but someone being like you know oh they're gonna they're gonna hunt us and and smoke us out like a 
a nest of wasps and then or Jessica's like or like a nest of Atreides like as if that's clever or yeah. makes sense as a joke it's like what yeah I think that there yeah I think there was definitely parts where Frank was like chuckling to himself over the typewriter so really, like, very, like, very, very, he's like they're, uh, gonna, they're gonna enjoy that one nailed it <laughs> smash cut to every reader being like what what <laughs> which is also i mean not to to sidetrack again into too much tolkien but reading it the lord of the rings as a kid i remember even then being like does he think that some of this is how people talk when they're romantic <laughs> like there's just so many like there's sequences in there where people are talking and you're like wait are they in love <laughs> i don't think that's how people talk when they're in love <laughs> is this guy married <laughs> like just once there's like romance everyone just becomes very like hello <laughs> you are a lady and it's like oh huh Tolkien spend too much time like holed up in his room making up languages you like forgets what human interactions like yeah, yeah. <laughs> answering it's- letters from C.S. Lewis <laughs> it's kind of like being in quarantine where you kind of lose touch with how to interact mm-hmm. with other people yeah, so I, I can forgive him that, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But Frank, what's your excuse? I, I, he was just living out in the dunes. And was it Oregon? I or, yeah, he's yeah. from Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> so now we're all talking about hate because he's just been standing there this whole time. That's not awkward at all. Like, <laughs> but he seems totally unbothered. He's like, no, you guys go ahead. I'm fine. I'll yeah. listen. But that's the that's the weirder part, you know. Yeah, I, I know. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like it's weird for just to have like your friend just standing around while you and your husband like kind of argue. That's weird. And especially if you start picturing well, Jason Momoa, it's just like, oh, mm-hmm. I'll just ignore this like six four guy <laughs> in the corner. Hello, sir. <laughs> How are we today? Uh, You're a giant. Uh, so he does some more. He's becoming, he's being very Suzuni again. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, hey, you know what I believe? I believe in belief. The thing called love. Yeah, it's just, you know, the substance of here and now has changed. The future has changed. <laughs> and he's just like, no, uh-uh. <laughs> That's not an answer. Uh, so he says, you know, Paul's like, well, how am I going to die? He says, well, people say you're going to die of money and power. Like, that's not an answer again. You're just, oh, poor Chani. She doesn't need this today. She just found out all this information. Yeah, she but wants... she thinks it's kind of interesting. She's like, huh. Yeah, but she's six weeks pregnant. She just found out that she's going to have all this trouble. She wants to kill somebody. Her boyfriend says she can't. And mm-hmm. now this guy's just standing here being like, hello. <laughs> uh to be converted is to be turned around, but there's no going back. Okay, what does that mean? Because I was confused. Because they're uh, like, uh, you know, you could be converted. You could be converted. What What does he mean by converted? I think... <sighs> Janie is asking if you can make... It's She's saying it's sad that Agula can't ever actually be the person that they were originally. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just a copy. Yeah, And I guess he's saying, you know, well, would you change who I am at this moment to make me that previous person? And Paul is saying, well, you can't do that because you can't go back, you know. Oh, and, okay. Uh, then because I just, you've been this other person for this long or whatever. And then he says secret flesh, which I don't enjoy. No, no. I don't want to hear about the past and the secret flesh. Um <laughs> Some no, of these conversations do get very, I'll, I'll be honest, I get a little glossy, like, oh, yeah. what's happening over there? I... They get a little purple from here and there, but like, <laughs> the end of this, the last line, okay, mm-hmm. we talked about it a little bit oh last my week, God. but the last <laughs> line of this chapter, uh, she says, I'm hungry, the medics tell me I must eat three or four times what I ate before. Well, that just sounds like pregnancy to me. Yeah. I'm frightened. Beloved, it goes too fast. They said, Paul thinks this fetus knows the necessity for speed. Oh my god, it's iconic. Not- oh, now fetuses cringe. work. 
<laughs> Paul, I don't think you know what. No. Oh, dear. I'm just picturing like a little fetus wearing sunglasses. <laughs> like, I've got the need for speed. Like a little gotta speed go racer. Yeah, gotta go fast. <laughs> yeah, it's just. <laughs> that's not how anything works <laughs> and i know that you know that there's fetuses that know things but you're ho- you should be hoping that doesn't happen again again right. <laughs> always actually, in the next room this is like a sentence that um before i even read the first book well, one of my friends one of my dune friends uh like snapchatted me a picture of this line being like <laughs> this is part of the dune sequel and i was like is this like are you trying to convince me to read it like <laughs> what is happening it's so weird <laughs> yeah for sure also i i do like that when the medics can figure out that she was given all this excess spice so i'm assuming some kind of blood test Mm-hmm. Paul literally sees the future. Uh, no one knows that there's more than one fetus in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Great. Well, okay, because isn't it a, a thing? Well, okay, correct Paul, me if I'm wrong. Paul but can't see it because of prescience. Or prescience. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. But clearly, there. I. I. I don't know. Like, <laughs> At some point, somebody should be going... I mean, they can create a man in a bottle. Yeah. And they can't tell that this woman's pregnant with twins. That was the B-side of time in a bottle, by the way. (laughs) If I can make a man in a bottle. I'm singing it in my head right now. I will never hear that song the same. (laughs) They should have just made a whole bunch and kept them for later, like the Venture Brothers. Um, (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. <laughs> but yeah, just just the fact that at no point is anyone like looking pretty pregnant there, and I I I shouldn't shouldn't make these jokes because that happened to my mother, but she didn't live in like the year ten thousand, <laughs> right? In the year ten thousand. So just um, the fact that everyone's just like, yeah. oh no, I just saw the word jihad, guys. That's gonna be crusade in the movie. Oh. Let's all freak out. Um, it's fine. It's fine, guys. It's fine. <laughs> Wait, it's what? what? What is this? Uh, apparently, people, <laughs> I'm just air quoting oh. fans, are upset, as because that's what fans are for, um, <laughs> that the trailer, they say the word crusade and not jihad. Uh, I see. Yeah. And we have no indication that that's going to be changed in the right. rest of the movie or anything. <laughs> Just that in this particular line in the trailer, Paul says crusade and not jihad. And people mm-hmm. have taken that as, you know, oh, it's woke or mm-hmm. they're just changing it because of this and that. It's like, well, one... It's actually in the book as yeah. Crusade. And yeah. it's let's focus on other aspects if you want to find mm. issues. Like really, For real. you know, I don't think. That I mean, it makes... I love that everyone was so mad about that, but nobody had anything to say about the fact that Jessica doesn't speak in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Like that's well, okay. Never mind. That's my high horse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So should we cruise on into chapter fourteen then? Uh, yes. Oh, I do like that he points out that hate is not a face dancer. Just because I like that maybe at this point Frank thought someone might think that that was the same thing. (laughs) Like, maybe maybe I should point out that he is not a face dancer. It's a different thing. It's a different thing than I've... (laughs) I Some of these things that he has pulled out of his brain, I'm just like, what? I still... (laughs) do not understand what it is face dancers are doing i mean i get that they're shape-shifting mm. but why and how and ew are you and... saying you would not shape-shift if you had that ability i i mean that seems like a lot of effort <laughs> <laughs> uh, what am i doing it for there is the thing like true, what true. what is my purpose in shape-shifting mm-hmm. i don't know get backstage at at a Comic-Con panel so you can meet Julian Sands. First of all, I love the man, but no one is inviting Julian Sands to Comic-Con. That's um, true. <laughs> I saw Julian find, Sands at a uh, horror find Wizard in World Gettysburg, then. Pennsylvania. <laughs> um, you know, I, if he can't love me for me, then I don't yeah, know, Julian. The are, we meant, are we meant to be, my friend? 
Yeah. Uh, I think I would just be want to want to be really uh, like a nicer looking version of myself for a day. That would be mm. fun. I guess yeah. I just consider that to be that's a little fanficy for me. Mm-hmm. It's very I I look like myself, but my eyes are purple. <laughs> <laughs> right, I, I would totally eyes, do that. <laughs> and I have long red hair, uh, and it's perfect. It has yeah. one silver streak in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just I mean, basically, you want to be a YA heroine. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. I do like that's become such a, a trope that people make fun of because that was all of my fan fiction was just I didn't really write self inserts but the people that I wrote were very just they're so cool and they're so magical and beautiful and I know no one else on Stargate has magical powers but she does so if you deal with it and it's like ah. Like, what's happening right now? <laughs> hey, you know what, fanfic? It's just a part of growing up, Megan. It's it fine. is. For it's the, fine. For, like, our generation, at least. Before <laughs> yeah. that, I mean, I'm sure my parents were like, you're doing what? <laughs> it's like, look, oh, I have yeah. to go to my room to write on my computer. I'm writing a story. A computer. It was a Tandy 1000. Um, my mom found was... my notebook with my Anne Rice fan fiction in it not that long ago. And she, and was she like, sent it to Anne Rice and she sued you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I'm currently in litigation with Anne Rice over my 14-year-old interview with the vampire fanfic. Um, no. <laughs> she actually was like, should I read some of it to you? And I was like, God, no. What? Oh, my God. Mine <laughs> would have been such a weird just conglomeration of so many things that I was into that my mom would just be like, well, I'm not sure what's happening here, but I think <laughs> Fox Mulder is meeting someone from Labyrinth. I'd be like, just don't read it, mom. <laughs> just we're going to move past that. It's such a rich world. And you never know what's going to happen. It's in true. Fanfic. It's amazing. And as yeah. I, we discovered when I looked up Dune fanfic, and found the Aliens Dune crossover. Yep. But it was all smut, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, too. <laughs> I just like, I found this on, on Archive of Our Own and was like, okay, you know, people are writing Dune fanfic. Some of it was very incesty because that's my Archive of Our Own. Was it Duncan and Hicks? Yeah. Okay. Oh. That's acceptable. That's yeah, acceptable. No, that, that, when I read that in the tags, I was like, you know what? All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can work with that. Um, all right. Should we move on to this dumb chapter? Actually, I it's like this. Dumb. It's not dumb. It's it's actually pretty fun because it's like, I know. <laughs> it's like one of those, like, I know they know, but they don't know that I know that they know thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one thing, like, I... I think Frank Herbert is one of the few authors that gets away from this like ridiculous head hopping the way he Mm. does, but it's Mm -hmm. just like, um, you know, you're getting, you're getting Cytale and Paul's, you know, sort of back and forth, like, ha ha, he doesn't suspect a thing. (laughs) I always appreciate that. And I always appreciate when, when an author can switch between characters and I know who's still talking. Yeah. As opposed to, you know... I'll give him this. He does it. He does it pretty well. Like most people can't or don't. But yeah, because a lot of times that it it loses something when you're reading and you're going, well, hold on. Who said that? (laughs) Like what? I need a diagram. Yeah. I mean, that's that's definitely like um, something that has come up when I've read a lot of other science fiction where you're just going, well, what? What? <laughs> um, uh, I do. I think I thought a character. I thought a character in Blood Meridian was dead for like a hundred pages, and then he was talking in another scene, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Don't talk yeah. to me about that book. Don't ever mention like, that book on this show again. <laughs> I thought he was dead. I'm like flipping back. I'm like, did he come? Okay, we're still okay. Who died? I I, I, I do stand. I do stand Cormac McCarthy, but there's like a particularly egregious part of. I think it was like Sutri. Um, where it took me a whole like two pages before I realized that like the weird description that that was two pages prior was a character getting shot 
like the way he described yeah. it I had no idea and I had to go back and be like that's one way to write about getting shot with a gun uh, without <laughs> using any words yeah. that would tell me that and peop- I've seen people say that, like oh I couldn't finish the road because it was too confusing I'm like you don't know the road is very straightforward <laughs> oh for sure yeah <laughs> like- we are on a road, people are eating people. Like, we are moving forward. <laughs> yeah. Spoilers. No one just reappeared at a campfire who I thought got shot like six months before. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'll take this wonderful epigraph. I do oh boy. I, I have some I have some caveats I want to put out there for it. Okay, so a lot of it is capitalized. Um, Every instance of he, the word he, is in capitals. Mm -hmm. So proper he and him. Um, That's not how I talk about Paul. Ultimate servant, I want you all to know, is also capitalized. So that's important. Uh, Okay. (laughs) This is from the Book of Judgment. And it goes like this. The audacious nature of Mwadib's actions may be seen in the fact that he knew from the beginning whither he was bound. Yet not once did he step aside from that path. He put it clearly when he said, I tell you that I come now to my time of testing when it will be shown that I am the ultimate servant. Thus he weaves us all into one, that both friend and foe may worship him. It is for this reason, and this reason only, that his apostles prayed, Lord, save us from the other paths which Mwadib covered with the waters of his life. Those other paths may be imagined only with the deepest revulsion. He's Paul is not allowed to act as if this was all thrust upon him when mm. he knows this is being written and mm-hmm. said about him, and he's just going, oh, what am I going to do? <laughs> oh, shucks. Kick, yeah. I'm going to kick rocks. I became a messiah. <laughs> I mean, I get that he sees, you know, that this is sort of the only way forward or whatever. Yes. Like, I, I understand, like, knowing the whole, like, broader scope of the whole golden path and all of that. Like, it makes sense. But, like, reading this book now, if I had not read all of the other books, I would be like, what? <laughs> well, I mean, this is the same guy who a few chapters ago was going, you ever heard of Hitler? Yeah. <laughs> more people than Hitler. He's pretty cool, right? Like, oh, no, Paul. Like, <laughs> So we've got... It's you think that it's supposed, supposedly a young girl, but we all know it's it's Sightail in his uh, his disguise. Yes. Yeah, Sorry, so, I just got a notification and I don't know what it meant. Okay. Um. So this was uh, we learned that this is actually Othium's daughter. Sad. Mm-hmm. I am. Yeah. I didn't like that. I don't like when characters come back just so that it's sad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, I need only happiness. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are definitely reading the wrong series. <laughs> yeah. Darn it. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, there's even, like, the hint of Samuda addiction in her eyes still. Mm-hmm. She's just carrying her EDM with her everywhere she goes. <laughs> I feel like they kind of dropped that, which saddens yeah. me. It does, because, like, how cool is it that there's a drug that... You know, makes you hear music when you take it. That's amazing. Now they just kind of appear to just be kind of just rolling. Yeah. So, like, Paul is like, oh, <laughs> that's that face dancer. I see how Chani was fooled, but not me. I'm yeah, the best. He's like, oh, and I've got my loyal guy here. And if I told him to kill her, he would. Like, great. Energy. The energy. I love this name. Mm-hmm. This is a very cool name. This is a name for a science fiction character, Banerjee. Um, yeah, and, and I do, I, I like how Paul keeps trying to change up what supposedly this girl's mission was, where he's just like, well, I could do this. We, we're not going to send Chani. We could send someone else. And she has to be like, no, no. Um, <laughs> my dad said that it ha- had to be this other way. Oh, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And yet, somehow, Saitail still thinks that he has Paul fooled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. 
It's like, no, it's it's fine. Like He doesn't and, suspect a thing. <laughs> yeah. And I, I they they're their whole plan this is the most elaborate plan to like kill Chani by accident. Mm-hmm. And I get that it's, you know, she's very well protected and there's no good way that they could just do this, you know, casually or you know, poison or anything. But this whole, like, we're going to have to send her to the desert. And Paul's like, well, she's pregnant. And like, well, but pregnant Fremen women do stuff all the time. So she still has to go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, then Paul says he's going to go. And that's just not going to be good. Uh, I do like when she says that the innocent do not believe in evil, which is just such a, I don't a know. A Fremen thing to say, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's just, they go and go back and forth. This chapter goes on a while with them just going back and forth and back and forth, because Paul's like, well, I'll take Hara. Well, how do you know you can trust Hara? I know I can trust Hara. Well, I got I don't know excited he- for a second, because I was like, is Hara coming back? I'm so excited. I love her. Nope. No. Uh... I do like that Saitail's like, okay, I have to walk this line because I can't start mentioning too much detail because Paul mm-hmm. knows all these people. Which, what? I don't know if this was the best choice for a body <laughs> for him to take. I get that they needed someone who could get to Paul that he would trust, but then you're also, yeah, you're playing this game of, oh, well, my mom did this, and what if he's like, she says, you know, well, my true mother has gone to Shai Halud, my second mother still lives and cares for my father. I was like, what if he was just like, oh, I know your father only had one wife. Mm. And it's like, uh, <laughs> you got another one? You yeah, was after you, you left. You haven't been around for a while. You never soul. met her. Yeah. <laughs> she's you from don't Canada. Know her. She's from Canada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. Um, she's like, well, uh, you can't take Banerjee, and I can't tell him where to go i can only tell you my dad said so (laughs) (laughs) he's just like okay (laughs) yeah great fine he he is kind of paul is kind of upset because it does uh confirm that there are fremen in the conspiracy but i'm not sure are there currently fremen in the conspiracy or was this just stuff that he got from farouk but farouk was in the conspiracy so true so okay yeah I think that's the issue. And I is... feel like that was a hundred years ago that we read that chapter. So. <laughs> some some of the stuff in these books, I am astonished that I walk around with the knowledge inside me. And then other mm. things happen. I'm like, is that a thing? <laughs> I've read this book before. <laughs> I've read all these books. And yet... <laughs> it always There's always something new to surprise you. Oh, chair dogs. Chair dogs. People, people, I think, get disappointed when there are no like aliens or space battles or anything but it's like no yeah, don't worry it's there's there a lot of weird living chairs there's living chairs <laughs> there's whatever is going on with guild navigators futars, <laughs> uh, futars. Um, it's dune it's just so weird that's even before we get to the sex fighting <laughs> the excuse or the reason he keeps giving is that there's a plot against Paul among the Fremen and the details are hidden. I mean, it's very like, oh, we have to find the letters of transit. Uh, it's like in a thing that carrier that only Paul can open and it's a human. So Paul has to open a human. I was confused on this. I'm assuming it's just he has to say a certain phrase or something uh, and to activate get the this person. I'm going to hope that that's the case. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um, he said he says you know you stay here i'll go um by myself don't worry about it and he gives Banerjee like a little code being like you know watch watch this girl very Mm -hmm. closely yeah so he he wishes he could just he wants to just kill Sightail and get it over with but that would apparently escalate things in a way that i'm just not seeing no, I, I kind of think that it would work because if he's if he's going to pretend, if he's going to be presenting that he doesn't know what this case is, he could just say, oh, well, well, no, I guess he can't just kill her because then there are going to be people who are like, oh, he's just killing Fremen. Oh, I mm-hmm. guess that's true. But he also can't force him to, you know, shapeshift into anything else in front mm-hmm. of him or anything like that. So, 
It's true. This is why I couldn't be in a conspiracy. No. God, I am not clever enough for a conspiracy Mm -hmm. or discreet. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Please, if for a few people in the future, like, planning conspiracies, do not include me in them. (laughs) Ever. Oh, yeah. I'd I'd mess it up immediately. (laughs) Oh, the minute someone was like, so, what about this? Be like, oh, you mean the... (laughs) <laughs> then you get killed. Mm-hmm. I mean, this whole chapter is just a lot of smoke and mirrors. There's nothing really like concrete or solid or or even all that important that happens. We just it's just more things sort of escalating up to this yeah. to this ending. Uh, I do think that this suffers for the fact that having read this before, I'm eager to have it get to where it's going so mm-hmm. for stuff like this i'm a little like okay but let's get to the stuff that's gonna happen <laughs> yeah yeah more uh you know we get more descriptions of paul's amazing reception rooms <laughs> i'm just like i don't like i get it he's rich and the rooms are really cool like every Is he single sitting in his emerald is he the emerald in this one? Oh, no, yeah. not this one. There's like a, a one whole wall as a projection and he's got this special desk and it's got a a thing on it that Sightail's looking at and I can't remember the name of it. One of those Orrery. model things, Orrery. Yeah. I would yeah. I would watch this episode of Cribs, actually. <laughs> <laughs> For real. I mean, I wanna see that throne cut out of a giant emerald. Why does no one in fiction have a comfortable throne? No. That's not the point of a throne, I suppose. Well, if I'm the empress of the universe, mm-hmm. I'm not sitting in a giant emerald. Or I mean, I need a donut at the a very A giant least. chair made of swords or anything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be Eddie Redmayne in Jupiter Ascending <laughs> and scream a lot and wear robes. And I'd have and a very eyeliner. comfortable throne. Yeah. yeah. I guess, like, the need to be completely extra at all times is more important than comfort. I guess, but I feel like you could be comfortable and extra. Like, a really giant papazon. <laughs> Just lounging in it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. Well, Jabba had his dais. I guess that was comfortable because he was always falling asleep on it. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I don't. I don't think that I've reached deus proportions yet, but we've been in quarantine a long time. Speak for yourself. Uh, (laughs) One of these days. um, It's just going to start happening. Uh, Yeah, I just, I, this chapter's fine. I just wish that we were just like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. We get mm-hmm. it. There's a conspiracy. We know Sightail's not who he says he is. We know that Paul knows that. Let's move on. Yeah, the only thing that's sort of withheld in this is that Sightail doesn't realize that Paul knows. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's only because Paul had, like, he's able to see bits and pieces. He knows that, you know, I can't kill this guy. I can't, you know, I have to sort of walk this line. But that's kind of all all this chapter is. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you know, just trying to one-up each other constantly and not give away that they know what the other one is up to. It's very like uh, parts of Thor Ragnarok. I just really kind of want to conk their heads together. (laughs) (laughs) I... You can't do that to the emperor of the universe. <laughs> well, That's why his mom left. Yeah. She couldn't cock him in the head anymore. <laughs> she couldn't hit him with a ruler. I mean, I think Stilgar could, but... Probably. He's probably the only one that could get away with it. Gurney, if he was there. Yeah, but Gurney's with Jessica. Gurney's busy. <laughs> 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 Do not disturb. Someone just hung a whole sign on the planet Kaladin. I just, that to me is still the if most the like, oceans what? are rocking, don't come a knocking. <laughs> it's just, it does come off like he had no idea what to do with those two characters. Yeah. Because he didn't want them to be part of this. He didn't want to kill them. So he just decided to send them back to Kaladin. And then he was just like, you know what? And they're sleeping together. Like, what? <laughs> they all are? I mean, she might be an ancient woman of 40, but she still yeah. has needs. <laughs> I mean, 
mean, no one tell Duncan Idaho. That'll break his little heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, he's he's trading in for the new model. Yeah, which Jessica actually says at some point. She's just like, really? Are you kidding me? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, you're... It's- a clone, huh? And it's you're going to marry Jacob my daughter. And Renesme, isn't it? <laughs> okay, it is not. Don't it do that. It is a little bit. Come on. Come on, Megan. <laughs> it is a little bit. <laughs> Has anyone made that con- How has no one made that connection yet? Is what I want to know. Because it's Cause, like very, very obvious to me. I mean, I think it's very obvious that he's just like, you know, your mom was super cool and now you're pretty cool and I'm a different person kind of <laughs> um, I'm, a, I'm a different person when it suits me <laughs> typical 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 clone um, so Robin would you like to plug anything plug your website tumblr whatever uh, yeah um, all of my comics can be found on the various social medias uh, r-e-p-a-r-r-i-s-h comics um, I think on all of them yeah. And yeah, I make uh, comics about, uh, you know, various novels that you either read in high school or that you <laughs> didn't. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I mean, some of the Bronte ones are my absolute favorites. Oh. I mean, they absolutely send me around the bend. <laughs> uh, my personal favorite is Annual Meeting of the Slashers. Oh, thank you. <laughs> because Hellraiser is my favorite. So. I. <laughs> That the first time I saw that movie, I did not understand what was happening, like with the tone or with the plot. But I, I loved it. <laughs> I especially yeah. loved the the uncle's death scene where he, what does he say? Jesus wept, yep. and then he like explodes. <laughs> and I was like, yes, hello. And that was an ad lib. <laughs> oh, was it? That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> That's like the best line in the whole thing. <laughs> It's just like, sure, okay, that's what we're going with today. <laughs> that's awesome. Nobody knows more about Hellraiser than Megan, I think. Uh, feels that, Sometimes it feels that way, and then I'll see someone on Twitter who's just like, here's 18 facts, and I'm like, oh, man, who are you? <laughs> All I know is there is a Hellraiser sequel, which I haven't seen, but where he's like, is he like in the internet? Yes. Something. Oh, okay, excellent. Henry Cavill's in that one. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Uh, it's like one of his first movies. What well, trip? I guess one of his first older movies, because I mean, I guess like Count of Monte Cristo, he's in. And he's he's a little been baby. around for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I was watching Midsummer Murders a couple of years ago, and he popped up on aw. an episode, and he was so young. I was just like, no, this is when I didn't hate him. <laughs> I mean, I don't hate him. I just, he's not my favorite. You know what I mean? I'm sure he's a nice person or whatever. I just love how he, he's in so much stuff and he comes up and then you're always just like, again, with the Ugh. Henry Cavill. Jeez. Can, it's like when Benedict Cumberbatch was in stuff a few years ago. Like, I didn't yeah. mind that because I like him. But, like, I was never like, ooh, you know, I'm, I'm not a Cumberbitch, I suppose. <laughs> but I, I like him fine. I was never bothered by him. But there were people that were like, oh, he's in everything. And that's kind of how I am with Henry Cavill. Okay. It's like, he's not that great, you guys. Like, kind of 2004 era Jude Law. Yeah. Mm. I mean, but Jude Law is, like, a legitimately good actor. Henry Cavill is just kind while, of like, he was just taking meh. everything, though. Yeah. He was, he was. There was a time when it was like, and Jude Law. And you're like, Jude. Speaking of Jude Law, mm. I want to plug my review on <laughs> thespool.net for The Third Day, which was, it's a new series on HBO. It's uh, got him and Naomi Harris, and they're both great in it. Um, you know who's really great in that is Emily Watson. Oh, she's, she's great. She is awesome, and she was really great in that. It's a, It's very like, it has some Wicker Man, Midsummer, Shirley Jackson kind of vibes to it. So nice. if you're into that Ooh, kind of amazing. thing, yes. definitely watch it. it. It kind of drags a little bit in parts, but overall, it's creepy. It's it's good. Yeah. yeah well, all folk horror starts to drag at a certain point because mm-hmm. there's only so much weirdness that you can put onto a person who's an outsider before you have to either someone has to die or has to be into it or something because there comes a point where the character you're like this is pushing it now Mm. 
I mean, I, I love the Wicker Man, but about the third time that he just finds someone having sex outside, you think he'd be like, <laughs> okay, now. <laughs> What's all this then? I can see, I, I really just think that I need to stay in my hotel room and not leave. <laughs> yeah, so I, I recommend it. I liked it a lot. Uh, and that is at thespool.net where you can find me and Megan. We both, we write about film and television out there. It's true. Yeah. Um, we also have a Patreon, this show does, where we also have our other show, our Lost podcast, We Have to Go Back. We just put up an episode talking about the season one episode, House of the Rising Sun. It's a lot of talk about Jin and his cheekbones, mm-hmm. so your sunglasses I was, for some reason, fixated on, <laughs> and Charlie covered in bees. So yep. that's something. CG <laughs> if you like Lost, uh, check it out. We and have Sun's a lot of... best Sun's great wig, which I, I think mean, was the entire budget for wigs really for the entire series. The only good wig in the entire series. <laughs> I mean, hands down. Uh, I want to give a big shout out and thank you to at Funkasonics, uh, who donated to the Minnesota Freedom Fund and the Southern Poverty Law Center. Thank you so, so much for your donation. As always, if you show us that you have donated to MFF, Black Lives Matter, or SPLC, we gladly give you a shout out on the show. We're always happy to support those causes. And we also had a crossover episode recently. Yeah, we had a special crossover like mini-sode with the other another Doom co- podcast. I can't talk anymore. The other Doom podcast, uh, Gom Jabber with the Moad Dweebs. That's kind of also kind of a mouthful. <laughs> uh, where we talked about the Doom trailer, and you know what? It was so much fun. It Those was. guys are hilarious. So definitely give that a listen and check out their show. And one last plea for you guys: please like and subscribe our show if you have enjoyed it. Give us reviews because <laughs> I know that we <laughs> I know that we're better than just talking about pop culture digressions. <laughs> and we're and not it, too negative to enjoy. Right. This is just to stoke our egos. We don't care about our ratings or anything. <laughs> I just, just need don't a want to hear that to I'm too negative this. to enjoy. Like, oh. <laughs> I'm a very positive person. That had to be about me. That had to be about me. You're way more positive than me. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, part of me wants to be like, oh, no, bad review. And then part of me is like, eh. Mm. <laughs> Honestly. The world's, the world's on fire. I, I, yeah. Out of all of the things that could be bothering me right now, that's really the last thing on my list. But we do appreciate reviews. So if yes. you like the show, if you've gotten anything out of it, leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. I want to give a special thank you to Robin. Thank you so Yay! much for being on the show today. Well, thank you guys for having me. Seriously. <laughs> I, I've now uh, been on, like I said, the Dune podcast and an Infinite Just podcast. So now I'm done with podcasts. I'm done. <laughs> That's There's all no I reason. wanted to do. <laughs> well, if you ever want to come back, let us oh, know. But yes. For sure. I'm yeah. <laughs> very excited to get to the fourth book in this series, which oh. I haven't read yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, because I, I was actually gonna just stop with the first book for a while until one of my friends like paraphrased God Emperor, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh no, I have to read it. I have to read it. <laughs> That's what I tell everybody. Like I, I recently was talking to someone who said, you know, I st- I couldn't get halfway through the second book, and I was like, first of all, what? Yeah. Second of all, <laughs> second of all, you have to keep reading because you don't even know how insane these books get, and even after God Emperor, I think things get even crazier. So they do. Okay, perfect. I am very, very but- into the latter half of the series. I would love to see someone reacting if they've never seen just book covers. Mm. Just like, oh, this is Dune. They're like, oh, okay, you know, oh, Dune Messiah, <laughs> sure, Children of Dune. This is God Emperor of Dune. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I remember when I was a little kid, my parents had the paperback box set and it actually came in like the little box sleeve, you know? Mm-hmm. And it had like, that was the cover on that was like the God Emperor cover. And I was always so afraid of it. It's <laughs> like, what is happening here? Yeah, one of our copies of it, I have to have it shelved in a particular way so that I don't just feel eyes on me. And it's like, what's looking? Oh, God. Hello. <laughs> oh, that happened to me once for an entire afternoon. I was reading in our old house and I was like, 
why do I feel like someone is looking at me? There is no one else in the house. I'm just being paranoid. Is it a v- finally- was it a VC Andrews? <laughs> no, it was uh, the cover of Memoirs of a Geisha. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Which then I was like, why do I own Memoirs of a Geisha? But it was as I turned and I was like, what is looking at... Uh- Oh, hello. <laughs> it was just one of those odd moments where you're like, well, I'm in my house alone talking to a book. Um, As you do. Like, I'm just going to go lay down. <laughs> oh, well, that's going to wrap it up for this week. As always, you can find us over at The Spool. Uh, we're on Instagram at WeirdingPod, Twitter, same place. You can send us a letter, weirdingpodcast at gmail.com. We will read it or not read it, whatever you prefer. Mm-hmm. Uh, until next time, be nice and take your spice. Bye. 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 Bye.